0: Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us.
1: My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. Tyler, what are you going to be chatting about on this
0: week's show? (laughs) Ryan, on this week's show, who knew it would be this easy to get away with murder? And we're going to get into some fringe sexual fetishes that we'll do our best to not judge and fail miserably. Wow. What about you, Ryan? Uh, This week, Britney
1: Spears teaches us what happens when you culturally appropriate yourself and a brand new douche of the week. Mm. So let's get into it, Tyler. Tyler.
0: From the outside looking in, there are things about high society living that just make me downright uncomfortable. I don't care how upscale your restaurant is. Don't put my napkin in my lap for me. Some people pay extra for that. I, I don't I enjoy honest. that. Why not? I, because it's, it's stranger danger. This is my own little no no area. What part of no no do you not understand?
1: <laughs> I think it's the second no. Yeah, uh, but it's called quality living. Mm-mm. You deserve it, Tyler. Mm-mm. What What do you think about that? That crumb scraper is that okay? That's that's cool because okay. that's
0: you're assaulting the table. You're not
1: assaulting me. Well, here's it, to anybody who waits on Tyler. Accidentally brush those into his lap, then
0: you got a free for all. Oh yeah. Do I have that right, yeah. or do I have that well, wrong? Then we're just literally going to be fighting over crumbs. Okay.
1: Okay, so what else that, that, I guess there are a lot of people who would feel that same way. Sure. There, yeah.
0: there are things about just for, I'm not rich, but there are things about being rich that would genuinely frighten me. That was obviously a joke, but having yes men, man, I am my own yes man. And I have gotten yeah. into all kinds of trouble 1 million percent. with it. If I have a team of people around me who are doing that, I'd be dead in a month. My
1: greatest superpower is the ability to rationalize anything to myself. I'm like, ah, oh, this is okay. Uh, those homeless kids don't need food. You know, I mean, not that specific <laughs> That example. was a weird example. That was a weird to. example. But you don't have to be rich to have yes men. I think that we're, people are being surrounded more and more, even in the family, even parents. I think I'm seeing more and more
0: don't want to fight with their kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I just, man, I'd rather just save the energy and not put up with it. Which is always a bad way to go. You have to challenge your kids. That's how they. That's how they find the line within society. One million percent. of how to of how to operate within that society.
1: Well, in what you see in children, and what you see in grown adult like actors or people who have money, where other people depend on them, yeah. is you don't grow like a regular human. You become uh, it seems invariably evil. On both sides.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you get stuck in the emotional age of wherever it was you were left off at. If you're not challenged, if you're not raised, if you're not grown, then you will just sit in that emotional state for the rest of your life.
1: I've been 14 for about 32 years. And which sense? Um, just the way I dress, the way I treat relationships.
0: Wait, wait, wait. did you just say you've been fourteen for the extent of your entire life? Fourteen-year-old Ryan is not great at math, Tyler. Okay. So I mean,
1: don't take it. It's not the gospel. I just I'm I'm ad libbing here. I thought it was a decent riff. So
0: it's fantastic. <laughs> it's just weird how you've been 14, 14 more years than you've been alive. I'm sixty-two years old, and I'm sorry that you
1: found out like this. But yes,
0: I, I that would think, be fifty-six.
1: Okay, I don't. I don't. We're not doing a math podcast, Tyler. This isn't numbers munchers. Do you remember number munchers? No, I don't yeah, know yeah. what
0: that is. I'm old. Yeah.
1: So uh, yes, having a yes man bad way to grow at any time in life.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's and what you said is there are people out there that don't want to you know argue with their kids and that is one thing. But when other people's livelihoods depend on the money that you bring in. They'll say most 99.9% of the time, they'll say whatever the fuck you want to hear so they aren't left behind.
1: You know what I think of? And I don't know if this is just bigger in this community or we hear the most about it. NBA players, they become the center of the economy of their family. And very famously, Antoine Walker, all of these guys go through $112 billion. And then those people, when they're done, it's gonna shift off. Or oh yeah, they're gone. And, oh yeah, and yeah, those yes men. It, not as valuable. It's when like you're broke.
0: It's like people who win the lottery, or it's like you got people coming out of like poking out of bushes. That are like, holy shit, <laughs> <laughs> Grandma, you've been dead for five years, Uncle Jensen. <laughs> I don't remember you. Yeah, that's yeah. um. Yeah, that's so so. Uh, fact of healthy living. Be poor.
1: Be poor. Poor people have it the best. If you looked up the statistics, they're generally
0: pretty good. Ah, uh, that's one way to look at it. So, Ryan, thank you so much for joining me on another adventure. This is episode 191. 191. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. So I like to do themes during my episodes. And coming up in future episodes very soon, we're going to be tinkering with the uh, with the way we run these bad boys. And we're always playing with the formula to bring you the most entertainment and knowledge possible. Yeah, we're thinking about doing some different
1: things and figuring out a way to get both of our personalities in the most. Can I say very quickly, mm. before you start your your theme of the show, mm. do you know what today is? It's uh- a big day, Tyler. Do you know what today is?
0: Oh, 11 one, 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 one. 11
1: Yeah, and I love the ones. I love everything that just, you know, points me towards positivity because as you heard from the intro to that show... I need the help. I need. Sure. To, I need to be prodded and sent along like cattle. So one 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 one. We're recording today. Just wanted to make a note. Instant party on. You that know,
0: I didn't even notice. I accidentally was snoozing my alarm for a while, and one of them popped up on one eleven. I didn't even realize it was one eleven eleven eleven. Today Damn is it. the day, baby. November eleventh. Yeah. yeah. So I think jumping right into the first conversation of the show. Let's go first fetish Ryan.
1: Okay, I you know what before you even start, I know nothing about what you're talking about.
0: Well, you know what a fetish is.
1: I do know what a fetish is. It is something that um man, what's the word for it? An outside source that you need you tell me. You you did all the research. It's
0: just something that that brings you sexual uh uh pleasure, Grat- gratification uh from and it could be from anything. It literally fetishes can be anything and we're gonna get into three throughout the course of the show that are a little on the fringe that might confuse some of our listeners
1: I hope that you don't talk about mine because I'm gonna play it cool I'm gonna pretend like I don't know what you're talking about I'm very interested in all three of these
0: are actually about Ryan I'm glad (laughs) I'm always
1: interested in how these develop we've talked about the foot fetish how that's the most popular or whatever it's just I find that to be so interesting yeah
0: Yeah, and that's the thing is so much is unknown about these things there's a lot of uh there's a lot of beliefs there's a lot of conjecture um, conjecture surrounding it but But, but, you know, the human brain is chaotic and weird. Exactly right. Meat computer. So we here at Those Guys You Hate, we do not kink shame, all right? But we are going to get into a few of the more peculiar fetishes out there to explore the outer realms of human sexuality. Let's let's hear it. I'm interested.
1: Because I'm interested to see what you think is you're not saying weird on purpose, obviously, but I'm, I'm interested to think, to hear what you, cause you're, you're a freaky weirdo.
0: I'm a freaky weirdo for sure. But I I am using, I am actually using weird purposely because I didn't want to go to anything too far because there are some truly horrific fetishes out there. I want to get into some that we can think of as like little goofy. I've crushed
1: a baby chick. I understand what you're talking about.
0: There's a fetish. It's baby animal crushing fetish and it's, Exactly what it sounds sure. like. Yeah, we're not going to be getting into that. One. <laughs> Damn <laughs> it! <laughs> All, right. All right. Our first one is hybristophilia. Have you ever heard of hybristophilia?
1: Hybristophilia. Ryan. Philia. Philia is the like the the end of a word that means fetish,
0: right? Uh, feel it yeah it means you are you are sexually attractive. attracted to it
1: okay uh no I have no idea what any of those other words mean
0: well uh well you've definitely heard of it it is also referred to as Bonnie and Clyde syndrome have you heard of that
1: okay my guess is a woman that is attracted to a dangerous man correct okay correct sure. and
0: the extreme of this and you have heard so much about this because Ryan loves true crime are the women who uh who promote their love who speak their love who Towards serial killers. People who fall in love
1: with serial killers, which is replete. The Menendez brothers, they're actually, believe it or not, they're two other guys that are brothers named Menendez.
0: Yeah, but I mean, who the hell are they? No,
1: I mean, they're second on Wikipedia. Gotcha. Um, They have gotten so many requests. I believe both of them have been married multiple times in jail. Oh, and it didn't work out? Yeah. It's tough.
0: Well, you know what they say, eight times a charm. (laughs) Exactly right. And I think they're gay. Oh, for each other probably. Sure. Yeah, and that was the thing. And, and dropping the, the shtick, the Menendez brothers were two brothers, a very affluent brothers out in California, who Cuban. Who decided Cuban and who just decided to murder their parents and try to inherit their wealth before it was their time.
1: And there's a lot of people on TikTok now that are kind of going back and really believing the idea that their parents really were molesting them. That's gaining more and more traction.
0: Yeah, it's certainly possible. I mean, who knows? It certainly is. Yeah. The um and that's the thing. And Ted Bundy, Ted Bundy, one of the single most gruesome serial killers that are out there. So the, the things that he did. The king to, of serial killers. To female, to, yeah, to female bodies was despicable. And that guy got so many love letters. What do you think so, that
1: is? I mean, I don't know if you have this in your research.
0: Well, it's it says that there are speculations. And that's all we have is speculation as to why this is. And the very first thing that is said, and this is... This place hell with the human brain in general is low self esteem, one million percent, and lack of a father figure.
1: Right, and this idea that this person is in a jail cell—they can't cheat on me, they can't beat me, they—you uh, know—I—I—I they, I, I really know what's going on with this this Mister Bundy.
0: And that is exactly with what one of these says is there's this notion of the. Perfect boyfriend. She knows where he is at all times. He never leaves dirty dishes in the sink. (laughs) Or he'll get beat by the guard. That's exactly right. And she knows he's thinking about her. Although, I mean, thinking of, like, cutting your head off, maybe. Sure,
1: sure. He's high on toilet wine and just thinking about playing your hair like a harp. (laughs) I... (laughs) I, uh...
0: Quite the picture. Sure.
1: (laughs) There is... When we think about people, we do think of the good stuff, and we don't think of the bad stuff, generally speaking.
0: Oh, why do you think when you leave a toxic relationship and you're gone for a week, you're always like, oh, man, we had such great times together, and then you get back with them, you're like, no fucking wonder I left. I hate this person. (laughs) How did I forget? Well, Ryan, let's, um... Let's just jump right into depression index. Depression index, baby.
1: No one cares. You don't what know what the to depression do the index is. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: What the depression index is, is a machine that we built with our hands and we crank it to let you know how down we are. We crank that thing hard, we baby. We do. We really do. Uh, Ryan, how's your mental health this week?
1: My mental health is going great. And for this, uh, actually, I'm having a good week, man. I am. There's a lot going it's on, great. but I'm at the same time, I mean, I'm really trying to center myself, trying to be more mature. I. I woke up like three separate times last week and went to the gym before I went to work, which is not an easy thing to do. No, no, I noticed. That's
0: how you're starting your
1: days off. Get your blood up and running. Anyway, nonetheless, it went well. And of course, that comes with its own pitfalls.
0: Mm -hmm. Are you going to be continuing this trend? I do like it. I would like to
1: even continue to wake up even earlier. Nice. I had, while doing this whole process this week, I had a, this is like a shameful admission. I'm not going to play the whole shtick, but I did have a peek inside my own Psyche, and I have a shameful admission to make for this depression index. Go on. I've already said it on the pregame. Pregame, we we, we record our little warm-up. We put it 30 seconds after the show. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Shameful admission? I'm a hater, Tyler. Mm. There is a part of me inside, and the only reason that I'm admitting this is a week or two ago, I said that I was kind of ashamed uh, to talk to a therapist and let somebody in. A couple people reached out to me and said, hey, it's great to hear people admit to that kind of stuff. For so sure. I'm, I'm going to do one of these. I'm a hater. Mm. There is a little tiny voice inside of me. It's very small. It's a very small percentage of my inner monologue. And I didn't even realize it before that when I hear that somebody has done well for themselves is is a little bit, man, I'm, I'm so ashamed to say this, like upset or mm. a, as if somebody else doing well takes away my ability to do well. Like it, there's a is cosmic... it jealousy. Sure. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it is. Yeah. I, I'm sure it is the ugliest pieces of myself. Huh. And I think that has been there forever. And I just acknowledged it this week and I do not want that to be part of me. I, I, re- I don't want to say I reject that, but that is something I'm interested in healing because I want to see everybody do as well for themselves. If other people do well, that doesn't mean that I'm going to do any less well. I don't want that as part of my resume.
0: When in a positive context, when others do well, we all benefit in exactly some right. meaningful way.
1: And, and the idea that you're somebody who is celebrating other people is an attractive quality, is something that I would like to manifest inside of myself. And I am putting that out there here on this depression index. Good for you, buddy. Thank you so much, man. Uh, so this week, I with all the stress and everything going on, uh, I, I think I'm reacting to it well. So this week, I am at A4, baby. One, nice. two, nice. three, yes. four. Yeah. That's it. Tyler, what's going on with you, my <sighs> boy?
0: Not much, man. Not much. I'm actually continuing this upward trend of making healthy decisions for myself. I have. Uh, I'm on a on a regular schedule with the gym now. I started this past week. I'm playing tennis today. I'm just trying to invite more healthy living into my life. Sure. Uh, the one thing. And to 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 touch on what you said during yours, I think almost everybody experiences some degree of that. I don't experience it with arbitrary things, but you know where I do experience that is when I see other people truly explode in popularity in the podcasting world. When I anytime I hear about Travis and what's his face, Kelsey, what are the what's the other brother's name? Jason, I believe. Jason Kelsey <laughs> and how popular their podcast is. Yeah, yeah, I feel that too. Sure. I'm, like, I'm like, son of a bitch. Why isn't that us? Listen, I can date Taylor Swift and I, I will make her miserable. Oh, she's
1: been calling, by the way. I forgot <laughs> to mention that to you. Dude, I and here's part of my shame. Like, this is something that kicked in. I feel that a little bit about last podcast on the left. Mm -hmm. There's a tinge of jealousy of these people that I love. And that is something that needs to be investigated. (laughs) That needs to be checked out because they deserve it. They've been doing it for 10 fucking years, you know?
0: So I actually don't have a theme this week, but I'm going to go off of, I'm going to, I'm going to dismount using your, what you said is it is not our fault. And I know the word fault is thrown around a lot these days. It is not our fault the way that we feel. What is our responsibility is the way that we react and how we behave in regards to those feelings. I'm gonna key your car, Jason Kelsey. Which one is it?
1: Is it the Porsche? What is it, is it the blue one?
0: You know what? Better key them all just to be safe. Yeah, I'm gonna key them all. It's the Florida Keys.
1: Sorry. All right. What were you saying? No, that, what
0: you're saying is right. That, that may not be the way to go, too ladies extreme. and gentlemen. That yeah. might have been too extreme. Yeah. I'm sorry. Maybe, I... maybe just write like a strongly worded letter to my congressman. That's right. That's right. right. We need more keyed cars. <laughs> uh, so it's really important that we take responsibility for our actions in regards to these intense thoughts that we have. And what Ryan did, it's so important. Where instead of getting upset with yourself or 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 embarrassed. By these feelings, which can be so I got a little embarrassment so, there. Sure, sure, sure. There's a lot of there's a lot of en- that. embarrassment because of our own emotions. But the truth of the matter is, is the best way to go about it in a healthy way is to be honest with yourself, acknowledge those things, and look inward. Look inward and ask yourself, why do I feel this way?
1: And think about that while you're keying the car. Fantastic, Tyler. Spin that motherfucking wheel, yeah, everything baby. everything has a physical representation, sure. I guess, keying a car. Is a, that, you know, every action, <laughs> there's an equal reaction, for sure.
0: Uh, this week, I'm going to go ahead and say I'm at a three, baby. Spin it, baby. One, two, three.
1: Yay. Wait for Tyler. He's doing, fucking one he's doing so great, man. Index. We're all really happy for you.
0: Thank you. Mm-hmm. I've never heard anybody pronounce their happiness in such a monotone kind of way. All right, Ryan. Yes. (laughs) Wonderful depression index. What do you say we jump right into your vault of sound?
1: You ready for Ryan's vault of sound? Let's do the dance Let's get it, baby. Ryan's vault of sound. As I said on the intro, Britney Spears Mm -hmm. uh, came up. I think we were born almost at exactly the same time, has written a book. Tyler, what do you know? About Britney
0: Spears. Um, well, I mean, just at one point when she was, you know, the late teens, she was the biggest pop star in the world. She's kind of like the Taylor Swift of sure. her time. One million percent. Yeah, Taylor yeah.
1: Swift, Justin Bieber, mm. uh, Britney Spears—all of them had that moment in the sun,
0: without a doubt.
1: Now she's written a book, "The Woman in Me," and, mm. and we were talking before the before the microphones even came on. What is your take on Britney Spears? Uh, you were just giving me kind of your your thoughts on her mental health situation. Well,
0: just her her life in general, where she has found celebrity, she has found the the tippy whippy top of the uh, pop culture mountain. Yeah, and yet all at, at at this stage of her life, all I can do is feel pity for her. She has had she has been dealt such a bad hand in life. It's not just the people around her in this economy, like we were talking about earlier, where she is this economy unto herself, all the people taking advantage of her, but even her own parents yeah. were straight up, mooching off of her it's i mean how could that not fuck you up
1: and and you remember shaving her head and beating up the paparazzi car and there was a whole deal
0: honestly after everything she's been through that's pretty tame yeah i think in, you're right. in a response
1: yeah because you have the corys and uh like the guy who who overdosed and yeah and who knows what was going on in those upper hollywood elites
0: dude the things that she must have gone through i can't even imagine
1: so she has wrapped all of this up in a book in a memoir. Right. Uh it is called The Woman in Me yep. and she's getting a lot of this stuff out. She's got problems with her sister. Um yeah. th- there's a lot going on. Now, yeah. when these things happen very often, they get an audiobook, okay? Okay. And in this audiobook, Britney Spears in what I'm about to play. Please tell me she reads it herself. She doesn't. A woman oh. named Michelle Williams reads it who apparently is famous in her own right. I don't know who she is. Okay. But that, what, what do you think about the idea of reading an audiobook?
0: I love the idea of it. I would imagine a lot of work goes into it. Sure. Yeah. It's probably
1: very uh, monotonous. Time consuming. But here is the problem is that when you get put into certain situations where in this excerpt that I'm about to play, Britney Spears is describing when she was together with Justin Timberlake mm-hmm. and when Justin Timberlake was around rappers he would take on a different dialect sure somewhat of a black speak if you will Is is that fair to say sure
0: he would become a little bit more ghetto right yeah that's fine yeah and and i was young and white once i
1: did the same thing the problem is something like this happens walking our way was a guy with a huge blinged out medallion he was flanked by two giant security guards Jay got all excited and said so loud, oh yeah, faux shiz, faux shiz, genuine. What's up, homie? Yeah. That puts you in sort of a bad situation, doesn't it? What would you do in that scenario?
0: Well, the thing is, is you can't lean into the accent in any way. You just gotta read it how you would normally do. I think she nailed it. Do you think so? Yeah, you can't. You, you can't lean into the ghetto, to the ghetto accent if you don't have it.
1: Oh yeah, fo shiz, for shiz.
0: I, well, I guess I, she does a little. I didn't
1: know. I don't know that I would want to be put in that situation. I I don't know. You I, took the job.
0: Genuine. That's true. Genuine. I, I, so and
1: that's Ryan's Vault to sound. <laughs> What's up, homie?
0: And <laughs> did you start listening to the book? Uh no. Or I did heard, somebody send this to I you. I heard it
1: somewhere else. Okay. I heard it somewhere else, and I'm like, I love that. Oh yeah. Faux shiz, for shiz.
0: And that's Ryan's vault to sound. <laughs> I would love to know her thought process when she comes across <laughs> having to read that. And she's like. Motherfucker. Genuine. <laughs> What's up, homie?
1: I agree. Well, you did great, Michelle Williams. And that is Ryan's Vault to Sound. Oh, yeah. Faux shiz, faux shiz.
0: Goodness gracious. Uh, I mean, you took the paycheck, so you have to do it, but at the same time, that's pretty rough. Genuine. <laughs> I could
1: do this all day. Yeah, What's you up, don't homie? say. Yeah.
0: All right, Ryan, let's jump. <laughs> let's jump right into our second fetish of the show and then we can go to break. Let's do it. And I think you could guess this one j- just based on the prefix. What do you know of mechanophilia? Uh,
1: I'm guessing here and I, and I'm I'm worried about seeming stupid now that you told me I was going to get it. Mm-hmm. Is it you want to have sex with the robots? Uh, close, with machines. Okay, that's oh. With machines. I'm thinking about putting my dick in some gears. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a sexual attraction to machines such as bicycles, cars, helicopters, and airplanes. Really? Yes. Uh, yes. Th- and wait a minute.
1: So how does one have sex with an airplane? Is it a physical like, what do you do?
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a, well, you just find a crease here or a, or a rotor blade there. Sealing up the fuselage? Yeah. Well, there's actually a, there's actually a, a, a very interesting article that was written here. Please, I, Tyler, I, you have my full attention. Yeah. The 62 uh, year old man um, posing next to his, his name is Edward Smith, and he's posing next to his, his VW uh, VW Beetle and it's the uh, kind of trunk space you're looking for Yeah uh-huh. yeah and he and he has had sex with 1000 partners one of them was a woman the other roughly 999 of them were vehicles of some fashion. What is going on with that
1: one woman? Somebody needs to look into that one woman.
0: Well, my guess is, is that he tried out females and was like, nah, this nah. ain't for me.
1: Where, where's your muffler? Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, why
0: are you so squishy? I need something more sturdy. <laughs> Ah. So yeah, he's, um, you know, and there's there's photos on here of him kissing the front of a helicopter. I mean, he's got he's obviously doing well for himself. He's got a lot of cars. I
1: feel like I've heard of some of this, like man marries car or something mm-hmm. like that. I say good on you. At least you're not hurting anybody. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed.
0: Well, what man does in his own garage is his business.
1: That's exactly right, man. Yeah. You got to lube it up for the oil job or what? I'm sure there's some sort of sex puns in the in the mechanic I'm industry. I'm sure. We, we can come back we'll to it. We'll look into it. I'll it. see what I could do.
0: Yeah, and that's the whole thing is, uh, is the, the thing is, is that in some nations... I don't have a list of which ones, but in some nations, uh, it's actually considered a crime that will get you placed on a sex offenders registry. What is? Having sex with machines. If you're caught on, if you're a (laughs) mechanophilia. What? Yeah.
1: What sort of a a crazy totalitarian government is wasting (laughs) its tax money on that shit?
0: Okay. And uh, apparently motorcycles are often portrayed as sexualized fetish Objects to those who desire them.
1: So this is not unlike, uh, like the bronies, like the My Little Pony porn. Like you're 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 attaching a vagina to something. I could see a motorcycle being sexy now that I'm saying sure. it out loud.
0: Well, the My Little Ponies, you would think they come in in actual biological context. They have vaginas. Vehicles on another part. On another hand, I mean, for both, you're not hurting anybody. At right. least I hope you're not. So sure. as long as you're not hurting anybody, more power to you. Um, it's like a heavy petting zoo yes yes a very sturdy heavy petting zoo but (laughs) apparently this guy just just lives it up he's i mean he poses for all these magazines and everything so
1: he's really bought into it i mean it's part of his personality
0: absolutely good on you bro he even showed he even has a wall of scrapbooking of different vehicles that he has made it with bed notches yeah i
1: dig it what's this guy's
0: name uh edward i was
1: hoping it was otto
0: Edward Smith, which is about as you know, basically Edward Smith. I mean,
1: fucking congratulations, my boy! Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
0: All right, let's go to break. Hey, hey everyone! If you're anything like us, you struggle with depression, anxiety, isolation, or any number of things that hold you back in life.
1: Or do you procrastinate a little too much? Maybe you've had trouble with self-control or even just going through a tough time. Regardless of whatever it is you're going through, therapy can help.
0: For me, Ryan, it's completely changed the way I deal with my problems. Even the relationship with my own thoughts have improved dramatically. And that's why we're excited to tell you about today's sponsor, BetterHelp. BetterHelp's mission is to make therapy more affordable and more accessible. And this is so important to us because finding a therapist can be really hard, especially when you're limited to the options in your area. BetterHelp is a platform that makes finding
1: a therapist easier because it's online, it's remote, and by filling out a few questions, BetterHelp can match you up to a professional therapist in as little as a few days.
0: It's easy to sign up and get matched with a therapist. Go to betterhelp.com slash those guys or click on the link in the show's description. Clicking on that link not only supports us, but supports you. And we want to support you too by giving you
1: 10% off your first month of BetterHelp to connect with a therapist and see if it helps you.
0: Finding the right therapist is so important. Someone that you really connect with. And BetterHelp has made that easier than ever switching therapists until you find the right one without having to worry about insurance or any additional fees. You know, Tyler,
1: when I first had my son, I felt so many emotions that I had never experienced in my life. Therapy really helped me figure out what was going on.
0: Well, that is betterhelp.com slash those guys. Help the show by supporting the people that help us.
1: those guys what if you're drinking during your
0: responsibilities just to jazz them up a little bit make them a little bit more fun because that is the drinking equivalent of just the tip and as we know ryan it is never just the tip. (laughs) you hate so here's the deal and please don't do
1: just (laughs) a tip when we're talking about babysitting okay I've seen the internet. It is replete with those kind of I was going to say,
0: that's how we're going to bring people in, baby. We're too, we'll babysit your hopefully 18-year-old <laughs> daughter or son. <laughs> those
1: guys, you hey, guys, you
0: hey, guys, you hey, guys, you, Red circle. We're back, baby. So, Ryan, if you're going to have sex with some kind of vehicle, which one would you choose? Uh, you know, and you're just springing this
1: on me now. You mm. could have mentioned it before I Absolutely went and filled not. my maw with macadamia nuts.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, that is not a euphemism, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Eh. Uh, a a motorcycle does have in my mind, like one of those Ducati, like, you know, those crotch rockets, Mm -hmm. uh, it it does have like the female curves, maybe a a sports car. Yeah. Because I am a known heterosexual. I am heterosexual as
0: fuck. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. If his sexuality was a car, it would be a sports car. The cooch. Uh, but yuck.
1: (laughs) 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 Yeah. I mean, a motorcycle seems reasonable. Tailpipe roughly, you know. Wang's eyes. I, I don't want to be too specific. Who's Wang? There's <laughs> <laughs> somebody what are out you there. pointing to? Yeah, whatever. So, okay. um, I don't know. What about you?
0: I'd probably go a Corvette. Yeah, okay. Thin, sleek. They sleek. got the, the leather seats. Sure. You know, just not a whole lot of room for a guy my size, but I'd make it work.
1: <laughs> you don't have to get in.
0: <laughs> it's actually kind of true. That's it. Uh, well, that was an awkward transition into Douche of the Week.
1: I try to stay positive on this show we got a like a a vague self-help vibe going on and every now and then we feel like we gotta say hey You're being a douche. It's a tough love. We still love you, but you're being a douche, Tyler. Who you got this week on douche of the week?
0: I'm going to continue my theme this (laughs) week, Ryan. Mitch McConnell. My douche of the week. My douche of the week is that fucking guy who put his hand near my dick. Okay, I don't need you to put your my napkin in my lap for me. This is my space. I don't know how many times. How many how many dicks your hand has been around. A lot. Leave
1: me alone. He's like an extension of the bathroom attendant. He's just out here trying to do his job. What bathroom attendants are you letting touch your dick? What? Good God, man! All right, that's—I mean, this poor man is out here just trying to make a couple of dollars for his, you know, for his family. For, oh, I'm for, sure he
0: makes a couple of dollars for his
1: mistress's family. On He's got a side. lot going on. Yeah, it was a nice right.
0: suit he was wearing, though. Do
1: the <laughs> tuxedo with yeah, tails? It, it was. It was sure. very, very
0: nice. Uh, guy who put his hand near my crotch for absolutely no reason whatsoever. You're my douche of the week. What kind of gay guy are you? I mean, not saying that all gay guys are promiscuous, but I mean, a little hand in your dick, I mean, who gives a shit? Yeah, I'm a guy who respects his space, okay?
1: okay? I It's a circle of understanding around my penis. Mm-hmm. Tyler, my douche of the week this week is somebody, I, I hate to even say this because it's somebody who's done so much good for us. Disney. Have you heard of
0: Disney? Uh, In so many ways. Fuck Disney. What? Yeah. What are you talking about? This multi-conglomerate fucking monster that is buying up everything it can. Oh, sure.
1: Now you turn on Disney when they gave us all body images, you know, dysmorphia and and all sorts of problems. Now Disney's bad, huh?
0: Yeah, I'm just waiting for my prince to sweep me off my feet and tell me everything's going to be okay. He was- Liars! He was there trying to touch your dick a few (laughs) days ago. (laughs) You kicked him out. What happened to the kiss? Yeah, Usually It starts with a kiss. And then I turn away from this ugly frog, and I become a majestic princess. We're
1: we're still waiting on that. Yeah. 2017, Disney uh-huh. came out with a movie entitled Coco.
0: Ah, great movie. Have you seen it? Yeah, what, well, a couple
1: times. Give me the synopsis of Coco. Well,
0: it takes uh, it, it's taken after Mexican culture uh-huh. and their celebration of the Day of the Dead and how their family goes on to the other life. And Dia then, de los
1: Muertos. Thank you. Yeah, you got it. And right? then
0: the Coco, the the main um actor of the movie, uh, follows his dead family to the other side while he himself is still alive.
1: Fun little flick. It's
0: a beautiful movie. It is.
1: It is a fun little movie. I love those movies. I have, I'm on record as saying I love Pixar movies. I love Disney movies. They're all my
0: favorite. I do as well. Um,
1: Disney at the completion of that film tried to trademark the term, Dia de los Muertos, mm-hmm. in 2017, mm-hmm. they tried to trademark a significant cultural theme yep. of a people, Tyler. <laughs> Did you know what they wanted to do it? Mm-hmm. Do you know what they wanted to do with it? Uh-uh. Uh, they legally requested exclusivity on education, entertainment, and... Frozen meals consisting primarily of pasta or rice. That's what Dia de Wait, los... Wait, let's hear him
0: out. Hold on, hold
1: de, on. Dia de los Muertos was going to become. That thing that your grandmother grew up and uh-huh. it was deified, uh-huh. it's now a pasta treat. So, oh, yay. Yeah. So
0: grandma's in my freezer is grandma's what you're saying.
1: again, in your freezer. Nice. Just like the olden days. Nice. Disney... Super evil. You're my douche of the week, player. I have a little respect for the dead. And the dead... It should be crazy.
0: Yeah, pretty evil. Yeah. Second fetish, Ryan. Third fetish.
1: We gotta work on Se- your. We gotta work on your segues. Damn Tyler. it! Third fetish, Ryan. <laughs> your segues are staring at me and then yelling something. Shit. We're gonna get this, buddy. It's all I learning. Know,
0: I know. Apparently, I'm bad at numbers too.
1: We're we're working on that. We're gonna get it. Have you ever heard of
0: formicophilia? Not for Micah.
1: I, th- I was going to say, are yeah. you fucking a tabletop? No,
0: for Micah. No,
1: not off the top of my head. I don't know Latin, Tyler. I think you know that. For mycophilia.
0: I don't know. You're, you're a bag of tricks, right? Hey, I'm a renaissance man. You could be man. doing anything. Sure. A form of zoo- uh, zoophilia in the sexual interest of being crawled upon or nibbled by insects.
1: Um. Okay. That's interesting. Now. Is this like a role playing thing, or are you actually bringing insects into the bedroom?
0: Actually, bringing an in insect—it's—it's going to be hard to find somebody who wants to do that. The only case study that I've been able to find is somebody who did it to themselves.
1: So there's like one guy is what we got going uh, on well, here. Well, two. There's two cases. Okay, studies. tell me, tell me about this man. Well, in the first, I assume it's a man. Women don't do weird shit. Exactly. Like this. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah. In the first ever reported case study, uh, the patient had started keeping ants in a cupboard of his room as a hobby when he was nine years old. Like an ant farm? Kind of, yeah. Okay. Yeah, little okay. jars of different insects. Ant farm seems kind of awesome. Sure, I had one when I was a kid. Did you really? Yeah, I didn't let them crawl on me, though. That's weird. I'm allergic. At this age, he enjoyed the ticklish feeling of an ant crawling on his legs and thighs. I can understand that. Sure, sure. And then at age 10, he had a sexual relationship with another boy.
1: Oh man, I thought you were gonna say with an ant.
0: No. I was like, oh my what? <laughs> That's crazy. How do you fit in the and the who? <laughs> How'd you get the beans above the friends? Uh, yeah, he had a sexual relationship with another boy. Okay. And when it's, that'll
1: fuck you up. When it, sorry, I'm just good I'm good God man. I'm doing a thing, I'm doing a thing. Totally natural.
0: Uh, and then when his father discovered it, he beat the shit out of him.
1: Okay. That's probably not the best way to handle that. No,
0: definitely not. That's how
1: you create a supervillain.
0: Without a doubt. And that's the thing is that when these things that come naturally to us, are, they are then assigned to these negative feelings that are done to us by those that are supposed to love us? That you're wrong.
1: Yes, y- exactly. It, it always we always go to on this show, John Wayne Gacy. For sure, his his dad made him feel like homosexuals were evil, so he hated himself. Yep, not a good jumping off point as a kid.
0: Y- yeah, for sure. And his wife would find like like gay porn mags in his in his garage. I'm and- just looking at it to
1: make sure I know what
0: I don't want.
1: <laughs> I hate that. Look at it. Oh man, I hate that. That's a, a, a rage direction.
0: Do you? <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, do you see me with an erection? Other than that erection. It's my blood trying to get away from that. (laughs) Well, by the age of 13 or 14, he had added snails and cockroaches to his collection.
1: Is a snail an insect?
0: I guess so. Okay. I mean, he added it to his collection, so
1: now it is. Cockroaches I could see being kind of sexy. I understand that.
0: And he was becoming increasingly preoccupied with it. And yeah. this is we discuss when it becomes an issue, when it becomes an addiction, is when it starts messing with the normal responsibilities of your when life. When it starts
1: cutting into my gym time, I understand what you're talking about. That's
0: exact that must yeah. have been what's going through his my head. My
1: addictions can't fight each other.
0: <laughs> well, he had begun masturbating while the ants had started crawling on his legs. And by yeah. the age of 28. He was masturbating several times a week while cockroaches crawled on his thighs Uh, and and testicles and snails uh, crawled over his nipples and his penis.
1: Wow. He's got,
0: I mean, he's like a like a,
1: a, a circus and his dad's just standing there in the in the corner just with his arms crossed. He's like, at least it's not boys. I will tell you, this is weird but I prefer this. This is
0: the weirdest flea circus I've ever been I, I, to. I mean,
1: that guy's got a whole orchestra going on.
0: Yeah, and I feel like, and I, I don't want to do boots on the ground journalism here. I do. But I feel like it'd be hard to masturbate with a snail on your penis. No. There's no. only so much room to go around. I need to get my hand around here. I
1: am going to do some some slugs on the nipple journalism over this next week, and I'll report back to you. Okay, go cool. uh, a A literal snail trail.
0: Okay, this part's a little weird, After I mean, considering what Ryan just said. Sure. Uh, sometimes he would hold a frog against his penis and would enjoy the vibrations as it tried to escape. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, that, that's what you got. Okay. I, I mean, we're, we're, you're taking this in stride, I, is buddy. Is there
1: any chance for me to add something to this other than like, dude, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, your dad, did, you, your, as a parent, you have, I mean, we're creating fetishes all the time and we don't even know. All the time. All the time. Mm-hmm. And so when, when my son was young, he seemed to be somewhat preoccupied with my hairy armpits and my chest. Mm-hmm. And and who knows where he's at now? Maybe he's still into it, but you know, you got you got to be careful with your kids, you know?
0: you do have to be careful with your kids and there is no way for them to get out of childhood without anything but it's just depending on how extreme are we talking
1: yeah you're right and in just regular life it's uh, i'm gonna ask you a question does every single person have a fetish
0: my guess would be absolutely i think so too Yeah.
1: yeah and and how far from the norm does something have to be before it becomes a fetish
0: well, I think, I think a fetish is just if, as we said earlier, just if you derive sexual enjoyment out of a thing like there is a fetish out there of open spaces there are people who walk into wide open spaces and get aroused I got that That one I don't know if you do or not I don't want to defend you a missionary position fetish of course you can
1: okay so then anything
0: could be a fetish okay absolutely and it doesn't help the way that we sexualize everything in our society you turn on the TV you walk outside any ad you see something is being sexualized makes you want to pay for it yeah exactly I don't know why I want to fuck that machine gun and I'm going to do it and I am going to do it well, the patient, and here's here's where we get to the interesting part because even though these things are fetishes, and even though they are they are getting sexual pleasure out of these acts, the patient in this case was actually disgusted by his own actions. Sure, you know it was much like going back to um, what was the serial killer? He just didn't want people to leave, um, who who would like eat people and stuff. Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer, where he was sickened by his own actions. But, but would commit them anyway because the, the, the pull to do them was so strong. It's a compulsion. Yeah, exactly. Sure. So uh, he suggested that a paraphilia, the doctor suggested that a paraphilia, meaning any fetish, uh, developed as an alternative outlet after his normal sexual expression became associated with the trauma of his father's punishment. So you, you have to look for another more, dare I say, normal outlet to get away from this connection that you have between the fetish and the beating that you took from your father did some real
1: damage to his gray matter the connections of how things work when you're young trauma can do that
0: exactly exactly so as we say therapy 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 betterhelp.com slash those guys check it out and that is our third fetish ryan we done
1: did it. We done did we it. We done did it. We I got to try it. some of these, man. I
0: Well, I was going to say, going through all three of these, do they make you feel weirder or more normal in society? I mean, I think that mine
1: are generally more accepted, but uh, I know that underneath everybody's buttoned up facade, there's something weird and freaky going on. I Without think that's, and I'm into it.
0: Yeah. And sure. I I'd fuck a and, and I think, I don't doubt it. And I think that the more, and there's just a general statement, the more buttoned up you are. I, I associate that with repressed. The more freaky dicky you actually are, you got to let that geyser go or else it's going to be a ticking time bomb and you're going to explode.
1: We talk about the the Japanese buying the, you know, which is a repressed sexual culture in many ways, buying the panties out of a vending machine. There's mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, somebody grows up in a very strict religious house. Uh, you know, they're up on the pole and, you know, but I, I did well for myself. So what, do the, you, what are you going to do? Up on the pole? Up what on is, the pole. What does, That's that what mean? we call them. We support, we support, People of the sexual we we support dancers in this in this uh,
0: oh, oh oh you mean a stripper pole? What do you think?
1: I was talking about firemen.
0: I thought you meant they were like like stringing people up onto no. a pole because of their sexual fetishes. I'm not doing
1: a Game of Thrones thing. <laughs> that's you, know. how
0: you get cockroaches crawling all over <laughs> your junk,
1: and we love
0: it. All right, that's enough reviewing of the sexual fetishes. Let's go into a week in review.
1: Nice. <laughs>
0: Week in review. It's where we go back from our last couple of episodes and we correct things that we have said because Ryan and I are just gas bags and we say crazy shit all the time. Big big time. Yeah, yeah. So for my very first week in review, Ryan, last week I talked about the France bed bug situation and I said there was an epidemic happening at the moment and I also said it was due to one guy purposely spreading these bastards around. I remember that. It was very
1: interesting to me.
0: Uh, Did I get that right? I
1: don't know. What what do you want me to do with that? They're
0: both. Yes and no.
1: Okay. I'm going to play them at the same time. There you go. I know we don't talk about the, I know we don't talk about the sounds on the show. This is the very first Week in Review sounds.
0: Really? Yep. I didn't know A little of those
1: guys who hate trivia. All
0: right. Uh, well, they France right now is having a serious bed bug problem. And it's not just in France. There's a bit of a global resurgence of them across the world. Vox even did an article on it back in uh, like a month ago. Love Vox. Vox. Great, great, great articles. Yep. Uh, from Vegas to France to Berlin, there is a rise of bed bugs. You're disgusting, Europe. Clean out your attic or whatever. Las Vegas is in America.
1: Uh, no, I think that's. I'm talking about the Greece, Las Vegas, Las Vegas. I, I didn't hear you say Las Vegas. I apologize.
0: Sure. <laughs> sorry about that, Europe. I try to rein him in, but he just has to t- sideswipe anybody. A he lot can. of people call
1: Nevada the Europe of America. Have you? You haven't. Heard, sorry that you're so uncultured, you philistine. I need to be more worldly. I'm embarrassed.
0: Uh, yeah, there is actually a rise. We I don't know the reason why it, but uh, why? But in terms of the one guy going around spreading them purposely, that was actually a rumor started on. Facebook. 4chan, and I got got by the internet. There you go, it got man. got me. It's exactly right.
1: You know what I looked up, Tyler? What do bed bugs do? Do you want
0: bed bugs? Absolutely not. <laughs>
1: what? What? Yeah. That's
0: oh, a oh, is this no. That's a no. Okay. Does that sound like something you want, Tyler? I just—it's great music.
1: Bed bugs are not known to spread disease, but what they do is they're an annoyance, and they can lead to excessive scratching and increase the chances of skin infection and. They will literally drive you crazy. That idea of being infested, that idea of constantly feeling dirty and grimy is something that will, we talk about everything comes back to mental health on this show will fuck you up.
0: Without a doubt. Yeah, you don't want that. It's like being really, really sick and you wake up in a pool of your own sweat. I got that. And it's your own... Su- I mean, everybody has. And when, I, when
1: I drink too much or, or do anything crazy, like not that night, but the night after, my body just purges it. Sure. It's terrible. It's it really disgusting.
0: And you wake up in your own sweat and you're sure. like, dude, I feel gross right now. Do I always smell like this? <laughs> uh, having a foreign... Yuck. Uh, animal on you? That that yeah, that would unless you're that me
1: guy me. from the fetish. He's oh, like, he fuck yeah, it. dude! I
0: got sixty bed bugs in my. He would just be rolling around. Woo! I'm going to France, baby. <laughs> Ryan, last week we discussed the Greek god who was obsessed with his own reflection. Did I look it up? Correcto.
1: That's the, that's the energy I think we need for the show. You know what I mean? I I, I think that sometimes we just, we, we dial it in too low.
0: So what you're saying is we should hire somebody who knows how to play a trumpet. <laughs> I was just like the Muppets there. You, ah! And you would run out of energy so quickly if you did it, that. I'm going to lie down while
1: you're answering this right now.
0: All right. Well, well, it wasn't actually a Greek god. It was a fictional character right, by the name of Narcissus. Okay. Yeah. And Narcissus. Or, D- or I
1: think it's pronounced Narcissus, isn't it?
0: Uh no, it's Narciss- okay. Okay. Yeah, N-A-R-C-I-S-S-U-S. Narcissus. Okay. Uh Narcissus dies by a pool gazing at his own reflection that he had fallen in love with. He had no concern about anything around him, nor did he ever eat or sleep. He takes his last dying breath by himself and dies by the image that he will never have but so badly desires. That's
1: beautiful. I that is a beautiful
0: story. Yeah. Uh, I mean depressing.
1: What? Yeah, no, no. It's I, I always assumed that he drowned. I didn't know that he died of like malnourishment.
0: Just staring at his own reflection. Although, you would imagine as he got more and more malnourished, that look would start to sure. dissipate oh, a little look bit. look at those cheekbones. <laughs> oh, my. You're like a young Twiggy. You are
1: beautiful. Uh, this is going perfectly. We're going in lockstep. Okay. Tyler, I looked up the Greek famous fabler Aesop. Do you know some of these stories? Probably. Correcto! You definitely do. Aesop, uh, he wrote, basically, if you read through the list of his stories, they're all some animal that's going to teach your kids some things. Have you ever heard of the boy who cried wolf? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's my boy, Aesop. Have you ever heard of the tortoise in the hare? Oh, yeah. That's my boy, Aesop. And finally, the crow in the pitcher? That one I do not know. Where the crow is dropping pebbles into the pitcher, which rises the water up so it can finally drink out of it? Yes.
0: Okay, yes. That...
1: Is my boy Aesop. It's all stories like that to teach your kids something.
0: I was going to say, they all have these little lessons involved in there. I like that very much. That's
1: when kids were dying left and right. We had to teach them how to drink water out of pebbles or whatever. Yeah. Sure.
0: Drink water out of pebbles? You heard me. Ryan, last week, we discussed (laughs) how many murders go unsolved here in America. Are you going to feel more safe after I tell you? (laughs) I looked this up too. Percentage of murders
1: unsolved in America. I'm interested if we got the same numbers.
0: I went with an NPR article. The last um, statistics that they got from the FBI was back in 2020. Oh, oh, that's a good sign. And the number of solved cases have actually been dropping precipitously. Since 1965? Over the decades. Oh, Tyler! Over the decades. This it, has got to be real. And in 2020, for the first time... Well, wait.
1: Well, wait a minute. What number did you get for 1965? Do you have that on there? Uh, I I think we should do a reverse reveal.
0: I do not see uh, 1965.
1: Okay. In 1965, if we're looking at the same place, I Mm. got... A 90% solve rate, which which shocked me if that's true. But I found it from multiple sources because they had no DNA. Yeah. They, there was many less murders, though. So I wonder if yeah. that has something to do Way with Way less that. people.
0: Sure. And everybody looked like everybody else at that time. So you didn't want to murder them. You look at them, you're <laughs> like, oh, that was Peter. Peter <laughs>
1: definitely did that. That was Peter.
0: Okay, so go on. Uh, but in 2020, for the first time ever in this country, the solved percentage dipped below 50%. So you have a 50% chance to get away
1: with murder. I saw the percentage of murders unsolved in 2020
0: was 54%. That is rough.
1: That is crazy. Flip a coin. I think I could do it. That's it. Dude, I've got a latex bodysuit. I'll bring a little vacuum cleaner with me, get rid of all those skin cells and hair. That just sounds
0: like your Friday night. We could do this.
1: (laughs) I cut the dick out of it. So we're going to do this thing, man. Ryan,
0: that kind of defeats the purpose. Bring me a green
1: screen and a mop and we are going to fucking get to it.
0: And that's it for my weekend review. That's reviews. it for my
1: weekend review, baby. Yeah. So, hey, but right,
0: right now, now. I just like this. That's all right. Go that's ahead. It's it. good one. So right now, right now, unlike the uh, wanting to buy a house, if you want a murder, this is the time to strike. This is a murderer's market. That's you right. got
1: to get out there right now while we're in the red or whatever, you know, for blood.
0: Great job, Tyler. That's right.
1: Great job. Do you have Thank a little, you. do you have any more show or is that? Are we that is the... going
0: to be the end of the show. We just hit the one hour mark. I love it. Great job.
1: Tell Tyler, you tell them how to get in touch with us. You're way better at this than me. Oh,
0: just go to thoseguysyouhate.com and you could go onto our Instagram, thoseguys underscore you hate. I don't like that. And you can subscribe. Somebody beat us to the original. It was really bullshit. And, we they, need it. and they posted like five posts and they quit. Give it up, losers. Can we, Can is there any way to extract that? I don't know. I'd have to ask them. Interesting. So anyway, go to thoseguysyouhate.com and you can just, you can find the links there on our website and sure. it'll take you directly to the pages. And while you're there, go ahead. Snoop around. I don't like this. <laughs>
1: I don't want to do this. It was your
0: idea. I I, I, and we've
1: tried it out. I just don't like it. It doesn't. It just doesn't work. It's too uh, morning zoo crew. We'll
0: get this eventually. I I promise. I don't like it. So please, yeah, search around. Leave a comment only if it's five stars. uh, And there's (laughs) even a little voicemail. I'll take. I'll take a four point nine. Just write that in. Don't
1: even (laughs) click anything. Just write in five stars. That's all you got to do.
0: And uh, and there's also even a little microphone button in the bottom corner where you can leave us a voicemail and say all the naughty things you've been wanting to say pretend let's do a little role play
1: where you're a waiter and you're trying to put a napkin in my lap
0: (laughs) and then i'll just yell at Ah! you for.
1: all right tyler what or you ask me
0: ryan what is the moral of the story the
1: moral of the story is let's have respect for other people's cultures Let's have respect for other things that people find to be special even if it doesn't reflect on us. My jumping off point here is Disney, you know, with Día de los Muertos or whatever the name is. Let's have some respect, man. Let's even if it's something that you don't directly believe or it means nothing to you, let's have uh let's let's keep a little bookmark there for other people. I know I'm doing the standard Bleeding heart liberal thing here, but nothing wrong with saying it. It costs you nothing to show people some respect that I'm sure that you would like back.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, we want others to respect our culture. One million percent. What's my culture?
1: Um you are a little Chippewa baby who got <laughs> lost in the you were raised up by wolves what and now oh and now you you've grown into a great little a great little man.
0: No wonder I love my meat so raw. That's exactly <laughs> <laughs> in so many ways. <laughs> What's
1: the moral of the story, Tyler? Uh,
0: I am actually going to do a I'm going to do the other side of the coin of what you just said. Don't did. do that, Tyler. I'm going to do the other side of the coin. Look, what what kind of a Chippewa baby are you? Look, one that has respect for... For somebody's ability to sleep in the morning. I respect oh, your culture. Yeah. I respect your shitty ass music. Terrible I music. respect it, okay? What was that? I respect it. But when you play music, when you have loud sounds around other people who are living, try to be respectful of them, okay?
1: People sleep. If you want to listen to that kind of music, go to the Great Jamaican Jerk Off. And, and I bet you it's <laughs> going to be playing everywhere. You know what I mean?
0: I didn't go for the music, I'll tell you that much. Oh, you guys have food? This is crazy. <laughs> We are those guys you hate.
1: Be kind or we'll kill you. What's up, homie?
0: Red circle, red circle, Tyler, red circle to you, a red circle to you, sir. I said a red circle to you, Tyler. How, uh, how, how goes it? I'm How's good, man. Going? I'm good. I'm good. We're, uh, we're recording today, Saturday. I'm going to go play tennis a little bit. Want to keep up with this, eth- not athletic, uh, this healthy thing that I've been trying athletic to do. I think works there. Yeah. Just, sure. you know, good for I, you. I don't want to self-describe myself as an athlete.
1: Um, no, you're in athletic pursuits. You're doing a great job. If you're out Thank there you. and you're competing in athletics, you are an athlete, I think. Suck it, Phelps. Terrible backhand that, Michael Phelps. <laughs> Tyler, you know what is crazy that has been happening here today? I don't know if you noticed. You did notice. We talked about it off oh. uh, off air. The people next to us in our townhouses are playing, or they've they've slowed up since, but incredibly loud music. What are the rules there? Do we need to hear ye, hear ye? What's going on? We probably should. Townhouses, incredibly loud music. What are the parameters?
0: Well, I think that the weird part about the entire situation is that normally the music... In most situations, gets louder as the day goes on, and then at night you're bumping the music to sure. a night party. Once, once the day drinking is kicked in, they started at nine thirty in the morning at peak level yeah. of volume, and then it has since uh, declined That's over true. the day.
1: Maybe it's- the day drinking has brought them down, which I sure. I mean, I don't want to sure. say I, I I appreciate, but I, I'll think it. Yeah, and and it was. I said this, and I understand that this is a objective thing but it was objectively bad music. You got to play the hits. You mean subjective. It, what, what did a, I say? It, it's
0: a subjective thing, but objectively bad music was I get the those joke.
1: confused all the time. Yeah, I am yeah. a really, really dumb, smart guy. I really am. I, I don't know basic stuff. You just stuff. make
0: mistakes. Jeez, dude.
1: Like yeah. a dumb, smart guy. And, and you got to play the hits. I'm not saying Sweet Caroline over and over again, but it can't be a SoundCloud rapper that I've never heard of. It can't be that.
0: Yeah, but uh, Sweet Caroline over and over... Better than what we've been listening to. I don't know. That might turn into
1: like a, a shining situation. Maybe. In the end, it had commercials in it. Like, come on, brother, you got to do better than this. Pay for Pandora or whatever if you're going to be the DJ
0: for the neighborhood. Just poke your head over the fence and be like, dude, dude, just take my Spotify login information. Here is my credit card. There's a playlist on there. Use it. <laughs> Use the kick
1: in the dick mix. You're going to like that. What's up with you?
0: His playlist, Ryan's playlist on his Spotify, is literally called "Kickin' the Dick Mix." Feel
1: free to jump on there, man. It has a decade. (laughs) You could subscribe. It has a decade of uh, of just you know some stuff for the for the for the gym that you. It's the workout bangers. There's a lot of stuff that you would expect on there, but a lot of stuff that you wouldn't. That's right.
0: Keeping you on your musical toes. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. And and
1: sucking on them. What are you? uh, What do What do you got going on, Tyler?
0: Uh, nothing much, man. I am. You know, I'm I'm finally coming back into myself in a in a healthy way. I'm finally it's annoying. Uh, feeling better. It's annoying. Um so I know. I you said annoying twice. Yeah, but you're uh, you're lording it over me. You uh, know what I mean? Well, stop being so low on this totem pole or high, I guess that's how totem poles Depending work. Ask, yeah. And I won't be able to lord it over you anymore. I actually got poor sleep last night. I woke up at five in the morning and and I couldn't go back to sleep for a while, and I came downstairs in the morning, I informed Ryan, and his first reaction (laughs) was to cheer in the living room. Wait a minute. (laughs) He cheered as if the Dolphins had just won the Super Bowl. I think that deserves
1: some context.
0: Feel free to add as much as you uh, want. Okay, I would like to start with,
1: (laughs) I'm a hater. Okay, number one. Number two, I had told you the morning before that exact same thing had happened to me. I woke up at 5.30 in the morning, and then I just got these mysterious bouts of anxiety and worry. And Uh it just, like, once I slayed one of them, like a hydra, like three more popped out. (laughs) I'm like, well, I'm fucking up. And so I told you, and then when it happened to you the other day, like the cosmic football that exists in this
0: house, I passed it to you. So I got a nice night of sleep. But what did I say to you when you told me you were struggling with, uh, with the anxiety and the sleep? and all that
1: i assume you cheered i don't recall i was Did very
0: you? apologetic for your situation i'm sorry you're going through that. that
1: we saw we all saw right through that there was not a person in who's the- we all oh <laughs> you didn't see them no i it was but it was a joke though it was just a joke you know i never want to see you uh have a bad time uh-huh you have something in your eyes it was a legitimate <laughs> cheer it was, this morning it, it was legitimate it, he went
2: whoa
0: yeah you're right as if he was what's his name Who's the woo guy wrestling? Uh, oh, uh, nature, nature boy, Ric Flair. Ric Flair. Thank
1: yeah. you. Yeah, I, I did do that, but you know what it is? Our The shtick that we do on this show originally comes from the life that we've lived off of this show. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I do dumb little things like that. You know I don't mean it. <laughs> You know I don't mean it. I waited on some people. You
0: said that twice too.
1: <laughs> is that bad? Is that bad? You know, there's something to that, that that idea of what are those things that we always talk about where you're like, if I can be honest with you guys, yeah. you're, you're probably being dishonest or Yeah. I, what what are some of those things?
0: Um yeah, I, like, I got news for you. That I
1: means got, you're about to give me an
0: opinion. Well, for me, for me, it's um it's I, I don't mean to be disrespectful. Whatever you're about to say is gonna be super fucking hey, disrespectful. No
1: offense. You got a fugly <laughs> yeah. face. So it's going to be bad.
0: No offense is always uh, preceded by something that is meant to oh, for you to take offense It's going to be
1: deeply offensive, yeah. but I said earlier, I have an anchor of no offense. What are you doing getting offended? Oh, it's like the no homo of offending.
0: Right. You know, I said no homo so I could touch your dick as much as I want. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. it doesn't
1: even have to be my hands. That's right. Tyler, Jesus, you know Jesus? I know of Jesus. He said, I tell you the truth in the Bible. How many times?
0: Um, I'm gonna say six times,
1: seventy-eight times. Oh wow! Jesus
0: said, "I tell you the truth."
1: Wow!
0: What are you hiding, Jesus? For real? Sure. Show me what's in that sandal. Early. <laughs> 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 what's going on in that toga? Now I've got nothing up um, this sleeve.
1: And and what we were, you know, with the what I realized, and then we started talking about it with that music bumping out there, was that we have a huge Jamaican contingency here in Miramar. Yeah, we're, you informed me of that. I didn't we were know talking that. about how life outside, you know, in the world is just gen pop. Mm-hmm. We all flock to what we know. Yeah, There's a big billboard if you drive down the highway that says they're having a Jamaican jerk off in like some park. What?
0: <laughs> oh, oh, you mean the type of food? Oh, oh. I did a thing, I uh, thought it was a joke. It's like oh. a chili coconut. Sure. It's a Jamaican jerk off. Is that, is that, is that, really true. is that billboard for real? The billboard is for real. They
1: don't call it a Jamaican jerk off, but that's what it is. That's a
0: missed opportunity, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. <laughs> it's called viral marketing. You would get all kinds of people to your cause. That's
1: exactly right. And, and most of them you would not want there, I would No, assume. no. Sure. A lot of them would be weirdos. Let's keep some eyes on that guy because he's <laughs> just loitering behind that, that oak.
0: Because he's keeping his eyes on. Us, I'll tell you that much.
1: Speaking of viral marketing, I do you have any? What do you have anything for the pregame? I do not. Okay, I have an internet says, okay, that I would like to. uh, That I would Uh, like to. We gotta hear that fucking thing again. Yeah. Uh, What did you say? Nothing. Go ahead. Internet says, baby.
2: I'm gonna do an internet. Oh,
1: this. Well, I'm gonna do a book. Oh. Sounds like a Looney Tunes orgy. (laughs) Porky the pig, but in a different way. All right, what do you got? Okay, you may have already heard this because I looked it up in today.com. That show from NBC had Mm -hmm. an article on this, but I thought it was interesting. Barbenheimer, Tyler. Did you barbenheim?
0: Uh, I heimed. I did not barb.
1: You look like a Heimer. Yeah, I'm glad you were honest there. Thank you for bearing your soul. Um, so, Barbenheimer, explain to anybody who doesn't know.
0: Uh, just when uh, the Barbie movie and Oppenheimer came out on the same weekend, and a lot of people went and did back-to-backs of watching both movies. Uh, again, back-to-back.
1: Now, why? Did the internet start that? Did Barbenheimer start that? Who? who Did the Heim come before the Barb? What I'm,
0: happened there? I'm not entirely sure. I think both movies just happened to be such so successful, and both of them were getting such amazing word of mouth that people just took it upon themselves to to watch both movies. We should
1: look that up. We can sure. review. Yeah, we Did can the review. internet Barbenheim, or did Barbenheim in a conjunctivitis kind of way come together and, and put that on
0: for us? Whoever did it, amazing advertising. Well, both.
1: The, the idea is the internet says there are two movies that are coming out that may be able to do that on their own. I'm going to give you the names of the movies. I'm going to let you put it together on your own. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah.
0: Saw. Have you heard of it? Yeah, yeah. The first one, one of the best. Fire. One of the best Fire. horror movies ever made.
1: I don't want to say it's up there with Seven because, of course, that's blasphemy. But it is one of those. It's not a gory slasher. It mm-hmm. makes you think, and it was excellent. Yeah. Then they started throwing people in a pile of needles, and I'm out.
0: Yeah. yeah. Coming
1: out the same day as. Uh, been featured on the show before. Paw Patrol. So on that day, we are going to have Saw Paw. Saw Patrol, you bastard. Saw Patrol. Saw Patrol coming up. New Barbenheimer. Uh-huh.
0: Internet set. Well, I thought it was going to be something dirty or clever. You know, Saw Patrols, Yeah. Okay. Well, that's... <laughs> Tyler. It would, be, it would be really weird no. for people to go back to back to with those two movies. What stuff. it, Tyler?
1: What it? Not unlike Barbie and Oppenheimer. It's
0: yeah, but Paw Patrol's uh, specifically for
1: children. When one of us is doing a segment, the other one is playing the part of the audience. And, oh. and you just pissed on me Tyler. Yeah, but our
0: audience is a bunch of dopes. I think oh. I I think I played the role perfectly. Okay. Well,
1: get your shit together, you listeners. And uh, that's it for me, Tyler. That's all. I didn't land the plane. I didn't land the plane. Okay. I, didn't land the, uh, I, I, I got caught. I wanted to, just it, listeners. I
0: wanted to insult him, but I didn't want to go over the
1: top. I'm struggling with this new character. You, you
0: know what? That was actual growth for you because normally your go-to is to go over, not under. You went under there. And I sounded like a bitch. I you will did. never do it again. You did sound like a bitch. It's when I started
1: trying to smile in pictures and I look stupid. So I'm like, I'm going to be an Easter eggs, an Easter Island statue.
0: You did look like you threw up in your mouth a little bit as you you said it. I I, I was very you, listeners. I hope
1: I never hear that again. And very quickly, Tyler, I waited on two people last night, a couple, both of them had stomas. What's a stoma? A stoma is the circle that you have in your throat so that you can, I I, I don't know the medical use of that, like a like a tracheotomy kind of a oh, situation. Oh Wow. Yeah.
0: Did they talk through it? No, they didn't. Oh. They had oh. like a
1: little button in there that had words on it that oh. said like stoma. They were matching. The lady was very rude. Well, she that's,
0: that's got to be a hard life to live.
1: I, I, I was very patient with her. She yeah. asked me for the potato soup, but she wanted me to um, not have potatoes in it. She wanted me to. Oh, that's true. She wanted me. What's the word? Where you pour it through a... Just filter them out yeah, kind of? Yeah. Okay. There's yeah. a word for it. Yeah. She wanted me to filter out the potatoes in the potato soup. Just wanted broth. Sift
0: through her potato Sift through. soup. There's a word. Remove the potatoes. <laughs>
1: I did it. You did it? Listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do the show. I'm embarrassed. I... I let's he's, come back in a he's already tomorrow. derailing I've, man. Lost, I've lost all already derailing I, I have no self
0: esteem <laughs> red circle
1: Stomas. it's nice that they met each other it's nice yeah. that they uh,
0: you know I thought you were going to say you. Asked, she asked you to pour it into her hole for her <laughs> Do you guys kiss with those? could <laughs> oh. touch of tips oh. to a whole new level. Oh,
1: uh, <laughs> blow hold hole blow hole. I want to see it. We need to support all our stomatic listeners.
0: For sure. For right. sure. Get crazy with it. Which was
1: a great Nods album, The Stomatic. All right, here we go. Let's do it.
0: Do it.